Once again, I want to welcome you to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We're going to continue our series on overcoming and living an abundant life. Today's podcast is entitled, Great Overcomers Help Us to Overcome. In today's podcast, we're going to learn to understand how and why great overcomers succeeded. What was their secret? Did they have a secret? In God's word, there are numerous promises that we are given to help us overcome. We're going to learn about what can we experience or learn from Bible stories that are thousands of years old. We must ask the Holy Spirit to direct our thoughts as we face challenges that we need to overcome. So I pray now the Holy Spirit will help us, but we need to go to Him now and ask for His guidance and direction. Heavenly Father, I thank you again for this podcast the opportunity to bring this message to those, Father, who are maybe in great need of it, or they want to share this with someone else who is being challenged with great things, difficult times in their life. So I pray now that you would bless it and anoint it. And I ask that the Holy Spirit would come in and take control. I surrender my thoughts, my work, my efforts, everything that I've done to get this ready. I surrender it to you so that you will guide it and direct it. I pray that your anointing would come down and turn this podcast into something that will change lives. For those who are listening in, I pray that they'd receive a blessing. Pray they see the fullness of what you have for them. Thank you, Lord, once again for this opportunity. We'll be careful to give you a praise and glory for what's about to take place in the lives of many. For we ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, let's get into this. I'm really excited about today's podcast because we're going to learn from the great people, the great men and women of God. We'll see how the Lord directed them and helped them when they faced great challenges in their life. You know, when we think about all of the great overcomers that we read about in the Bible, it's a little difficult to decide on only one or give one example of an overcomer. When when I think about it, the Bible is an is, is a continual story of overcoming. One example after another of people who overcame because they trusted in God and believed in his word. In this podcast, I want to use the story of Joshua and how he overcame the walls of Jericho. It's an old story. It's one you've probably heard many times even when you were a child. But it's an amazing story that has some great information in it that will help us to overcome in our lives. The story begins in the book of Joshua, rather fitting, obviously. In the first chapter, the Lord speaks to Joshua and is trying to build him up and encourage him because Moses has died. And so he needs to talk to Joshua and say, hey, buddy, it's time for you to, time for you to step up. And so he basically tells Joshua, he says, my servant Moses is dead. And of course, Joshua was aware of that, and he was probably pretty nervous about where do we go from here. And God said, it's time for you to lead the Israelites. I'm not sure how Joshua at first received it. We hear a little bit of things about it, but deep side in his heart, how deep, deep inside of him, how do you feel about that whole situation? Maybe he was looking forward to it. Maybe he had this great anticipation, or maybe he was just absolutely scared to death that he was going to have to deal with it. I know a lot of preachers have said what they thought Joshua felt, and the Bible talks a little bit about it, but the deep secret thoughts that Joshua had about what he had to overcome is a challenge that, that only he will know. God told Joshua that the promise he gave to Moses, he would pass on to Joshua. That promise was, whatever you set your foot, wherever you set your foot, you will be on land I have given you. He also told Joshua, no one will be able to stand against you. Now, think about that. That promise is a promise that we live by today. Think about that. He said, wherever you set your foot, you will be on land I have given you. So God's saying, I'm going to provide for you what you claim in this land, and I will give you whatever you need and even more than what you need. He also told Joshua, which is a promise for us, no one will be able to stand against you. Now, 
this is a good time to read the promise God made to Joshua and think about it in relationship to what it means to us. As I read it, I was thinking about the promises God gave to him. He gave to me. He gave to all of us when we become followers of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, we can go back in the Old Testament and find out that that promise was made to Abraham. Remember when God talked to Abraham, he says, I'm going to give you a child, you and Sarah a child, and you're going to be the father. And actually, he was saying the parents, obviously, uh, for many nations that Abraham would be known as the, the, the one who is going to be blessed by God and will then pass that blessing along. And that blessing that God gave Abraham went on through many people and it wound up with with Moses and then Moses then had the blessing he had it for a while and then God allowed that blessing to go through Joshua and then he had it for a while that blessing then went through David and I mean on and on and on that blessing went through Paul that went through all the apostles and you know what so exciting about all these great overcomers whatever the blessing that God started to give originally gave to Abraham has passed all the way through time thousands and thousands of years to his followers to those who received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Now, if you've never done that, if you've never given your life to Christ, I just have to take a moment right now. I just feel that there might be some people listening in today who are have not, they don't really know whether they're going to spend eternity or not. And they're not sure if they're going to go to heaven or not. So I'm going to ask you right now, just take a moment. And those of you who are Christians, just be in agreement with me. I pray for those of you who are not sure of your relationship with God, you'd say, Father, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me of all righteousness. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I promise to serve him all the days of my life. Now, when you prayed that, if you weren't a believer, when you prayed that and accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God forgave you of all your sins, current and past sins. They're gone. They're forgiven. He'll bless you for the rest of your life, and you've now lined up in, you're in alignment now with the blessings that these great overcomers had and they're being passed along right into you just simply by praying that prayer and believing it with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Well, I usually don't take that much time to, to do that, but I just felt really impressed by the Holy Spirit that that was a moment for some people where they need to make a decision. So let's get back to the book of Joshua now. Let me read to you a couple of verses to kind of give us an understanding of what Joshua was facing, what the trials were. And I'm going to be reading in Joshua chapter 6 in the New Living Translation, starting at verse 1. Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king and all its warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing the horns. When you hear the priests give one long blast, on the ram's horns, have all the people shout as loud as they can. Then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. Now that's the story. There's a lot to learn from that. That story sets it up. A great challenge. A, a, something that they needed to overcome. They needed to, to attack and take over Jericho, but those walls were there. Those challenges were there. Just like in our life, there's things that we need to have take place in our life, but those walls need to come down. Now, some of you may be saying and thinking about, really, what does this story have to do with me to become an overcomer? Well, that's a fair question, and I'm going to kind of show you that the promises God made to Joshua apply to us today. Think of the promises God gave to Abraham. They passed on to Moses. I'm reviewing, I know, but this is important. They, then they passed to Joshua. Then they passed on to us. 
Listen to this. These were promises, that, and these were challenges and, and, and instructions that God gave all of these men, and specifically in this teaching and to Joshua. Here's what he said, and he's saying that to us today. To us today. God said, be strong and courageous. Now, that is our promise today, that we can be strong and we can be courageous in our faith in Jesus Christ. God said to obey his word. That is our condition to become an overcomer. God said to look straight at the challenges. He's telling us that now today. Don't look to the right or to the left. To stay focused. God said, do not be afraid. That's, that's something he wants to encourage us to do and to take that challenge. This is another promise for us to be able to overcome the challenges of our life. Then the Lord said, do not be discouraged. Well, here we go. We can't be discouraged and overcome the challenges in our life. In order to be an overcomer, we've got to overcome discouragement. We need that to overcome anything. Joshua led the people of Israel. He faced many challenges that he had to overcome, but he knew God would help him. And I know that God will help all of us as we face our challenges. In Joshua chapter 6, we see Joshua has arrived at the wall. Okay, he's there. He's giving instructions. He's telling people what they need to do. So think about it. What If you're at that wall, you're at something that you're being challenged with, that you're facing today, you're there. God's word has instruction for us on how to deal with the walls and the challenges in our life. So let's relate to Joshua, relate it to our life. Joshua did what the Lord said for him to do. Joshua was patient. Not everyone around him was impatient, was patient, but Joshua was. So you've got to be patient even if people around you are not. If you're facing a challenge today and you need to overcome something, the patience is really key in our relationship with God. If God tells us to be still and know that he's God, then that's what we need to do. If the Lord tells us to be patient and to wait upon the Lord and then he'll renew our strength, then we've got to do that. Regardless of what other people are saying, we have got to be strong and faithful in waiting on God and expecting his blessings. Let's look at some other verses in Joshua chapter 6 and see how they relate to our life. So let's look at verse number 10 here. Remember, they're all lined up getting ready to try and take down the walls of Jericho. Verse number 10, this is the instructions that Joshua is giving the people. Do not shout, do not even talk, Joshua commanded them. Not a single word from any of you until I tell you to shout. He says, then shout. Okay, he's getting the instructions. They're getting ready to overcome. It's the same thing in our life. We need to get ourselves prepared that we're going to have a day where we're going to shout and the walls are going to come down in our life and we're going to overcome just like Joshua and the people of Israel did. Verse 11, so the ark of the Lord was carried around the town once that day and then everyone returned to spend the night in the camp. Okay, they're getting themselves ready to have this victory. Verse 12, Joshua got up early the next morning and the priests again carried the ark of the Lord. All right, so now they're getting ready. Let's jump down to verse 14. See what it has to say there. On the second day, they again marched around the town once and returned to the camp. Not twice, not five times, once. They followed this pattern for six days. See, there's a consistency and a pattern of good works that they're doing, which God wants us to have. When we face challenges, there's a consistency that God wants to see out of us. He wants us to get into his word, read it, and then apply it to our life. He wants to bless us in our finances, but first we've got to be willing to give to him to be blessed. 
He wants to bless us in our relationships, but first we need to build our relationship with Him so that our relationships will build. He wants to help us to accomplish the things in life that are important to us and be successful in our life and and, and experience true abundance and, and overcoming life and being more than a conqueror. These are things that God wants us to have, but there's a process. And this story relates to our life, and that is that we just want to we just want the wall to come down now. We want we want to do one little prayer and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this wall will come down. And we expect it to instantly be gone and removed. And and that's fine if that you think that way originally, but but let let's kind of grow up a little bit now and say to ourselves, Lord, I'm gonna do what you want me to do. Your word tells me to seek you. Your word tells me in Matthew 6 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then it says, All these things shall be added unto you. The word God tells us that pray without ceasing. The word of God tells us to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. On and on and on. The word of God has examples one after another about how we can be blessed. But there are conditions to the blessings, right? And these are the conditions that God told Joshua to tell the people. And now he's sharing this with the people. Now try and picture the people. There's a whole bunch of them. There's a ton of people. They're getting ready to go out and fight. They're ready to fight. They're ready to take on this challenge. But Joshua's leading them and saying, God is giving me these instructions and this is how we should do it. Let's read on. Verse number 15. On the seventh day, here we come, the Israelites got up at dawn and marched around the town as they had done before. See, they were consistent. But this time they went around the town seven times, not just once seven times. Now, there might be some people thinking, wait a minute, I've prayed about this thing on and on and on. It's just not happening. I guess I'll just give up on it. One thing about overcoming is we don't overcome if we give up. We cannot give up. We cannot let go. We need to trust God. We need to focus on God. We need to believe that God is our source. These people, I'm sure a bunch of them were saying, wait a minute, what's with all this stuff, all this marching and doing this and stopping and starting and all that? What's this going to bring us? Let's just do it right now. We're here. Let's just take this thing. I believe if they would have charged that wall before God prepared it, they would have been slaughtered. I believe they'd have been wiped out because God would not have been on their side. If you want God on your side, if we want to have God in our finances, we need to commit our finances to Him. If we want God to give us good health, then we need to take care of ourselves and do the best that we can to keep ourselves healthy. If we want to have friends, then we need to be friendly, the Word of God tells us. If we want to have a good marriage, then we need to have a right relationship with God, and then we'll have a right relationship with our spouse. Those are all things that come, quite frankly, out of this story that tells us how the people from Israel, the people that Jericho was leading, were facing this great challenge to have this wall come down. Verse 16, the seventh time around, as the priest sounded the long blast on their horns, Joshua commanded the people, shout. Can you imagine the scream that he must have had at that time because he was ready? That shout that came out was not just simply, okay, this is something I'm just going to do. When it says that he he commanded the people to shout, he didn't just say, now just say, okay, come down, come down walls, come down or whatever. He said, have confidence in God, have confidence in what you've done to ask God to bless and meet this challenge in their lives. And he said, shout, for the Lord has given you the town. Verse 17, Jericho and Everything in it must be completely destroyed. Man, 
I guess this thing's building, huh? It's, you feel like your life, there's something building towards overcoming something. You've seen little things come together. Little This happened, that happened. You got an encouragement here, an encouragement there. The job you've been trying to get is finally coming through or the marriage you always wanted to have is finally turning into that marriage or the relationship with your children that you've always wanted to have is starting to turn in that direction. You're ready to shout. You're ready to say, I am ready for this to happen in my life. Father, I've been faithful. I've done what I'm supposed to do and I'm going to shout and this thing's going to happen in my life. So let's get down to verse 20. This is a pretty exciting story. I wish I knew how to express it better, but I can tell you this is an amazing story that will help us in our own life. Verse 20, when the people heard the sound of the ram's horns, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly, the walls of Jericho collapsed and the Israelites charged straight into the town and captured it. They accomplished. They overcame. They received their blessing. Joshua had this great success. He overcame this great challenge because he was faithful. And there's a word in here that I want to go back and look at in that verse 20. Remember it said that where the people heard the sound of the ram's horns, they shouted as loud as they could. And the word suddenly, that's an interesting word because some people think suddenly is something that just kind of happens all of a sudden. Da-da-da-da-da. You know, there was nothing that happened before it. Well, there was a lot that happened before suddenly. And in our lives, a lot can happen before suddenly happens. There's a lot of things that need to take place. Prayer, faithfulness, attending God's house, helping other people, being faithful to the word of God, being a good parent, being a good wife, being a good husband, being a good son or daughter. I mean, on and on. Those are things that has to happen before the suddenly can happen. So it wasn't really all that sudden that it happened, but when it happened, it was like, wow, it's here. And suddenly says it came down. The walls came down. So I'm praying that you'll have your suddenly moment. It's going to come up pretty soon. I probably should have called this podcast something like suddenly we receive our overcome or we receive the abundant life that we want want to have. So there's nothing really suddenly about it other than the fact that the anticipation was there and God delivered. And the thing about the thing about God is he always delivers when we're faithful. The Bible says that God inherits the praises of his people. Wow. Think about that. That God is is with us. He'll never leave us, forsake us. The Bible tells us that he's constantly available to us. That if we draw close to him, then he'll draw closer to us. God's always ready to bring an overcoming moment in our life. He's ready to bring that suddenly into our life. And when he does, he brings it big time. He brings it abundantly beyond whatever that we can imagine or even think. God will bring blessings. Now, with this, we're not really quite halfway through. Well, a little more than halfway through the podcast right now. But I want to do a quick review of what we've learned from this today. Because without having this, you won't have anything to take home with you. I want you to have something that you'll be able to take home. You'll be able to put in your pocket, in your heart, and in your mind, and take it home with you from reading the story about the walls of Jericho. A very quick review. This story helps us in many, many ways to overcome whatever we're going to face in life. Whatever the challenge might be, whether it be physical, whether it be emotional, whether it be financial, whether it might be parenting, career-wise, whatever it might be, this story helps us to deal with it. First, we must follow what the Word of God tells us through the story, what he told them, what, matter of fact, what God told Abraham to do, he had to do it before he got the blessing. What God told Moses he had to do, he had to do it before he got the blessing. The same thing with Joshua, the same thing with King David, the same thing with the Apostle Paul, and it's the same thing with us. We have to do what God tells us to do. All right, so first we must follow what the Word of God tells us. Whatever the Word of God tells us to do, let's do it. We need to get into the Word so that when we're facing something, we go to the Word of God and find out what it has to say about it. 
You know, as a pastor for 20 years and as a banker for 15 years, I had a lot of people come to me for help. A lot of people came for counsel and help and discussions and all those kinds of things and asked questions about how do we do this and do that. And all that stuff that was taking place, I had to deal with it. But as a, when I became a, a follower of Christ, even as a banker, people would come to me with problems. I would tell them, well, did you just happen to think about what the Word of God has to say about that situation? For example, people would come to me and say, is it okay to guarantee someone's, guarantee someone's loan? And I'd say, well, the Bible tells us that no, it's not good to do that. It's it's a dangerous thing to do, and there's reasons why. I don't want to get into that. If you want to know more about that, I've written a whole book on finance that shows you one of the points that I that I discuss in there is why we should never guarantee someone's loan. And and there's the reason we can still help people and meet the need that they have, but we shouldn't do that. There's instructions in the Word of God. So first, we've got to follow the Word of God in everything that we do. Second, we must trust the Lord and lean not on our own understanding. Now that's Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, one of my all-time favorites. And that is so crucial to us. Leaning on our own understanding is our biggest fault. That's because self is trying to do what self wants to do. And we'll never be successful in overcoming anything if we lean on our own understanding. So second is we must trust the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Number three, we must be patient and wait on the Lord. All the way through the story of Jericho and Joshua, we hear about patience. You know, Joshua saying, no, not now. Wait, 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 wait. And the priests are wanting to blow the horn and the people want to take, take, you know, go into the walls and all this stuff. But, but Joshua saying, no, 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 not yet. We haven't followed out the instructions that the Lord has for us. So we need to learn to be patient. Patience is a wonderful thing. Now, some people say, I need to pray for patience. Well, I'm not a big fan of saying, Lord, I want to pray for patience, because if we pray for patience, we're probably going to get a lot of challenges that are going to require patience. And I know we learn that way, but I don't pray for patience. I just ask God to to show me where his word tells me I can benefit by being patient, because if we're patient and wait upon the Lord, that's when he renews our strength, right? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That's what I want. Okay, number four, we must do exactly and only what God tells us to do. And you say, well, God doesn't speak to me audibly, or God doesn't speak to me, but yes, he does. He speaks to us through his word. He speaks to us through other people. He speaks to us when we're in, in prayer and communicating with him. He gives us peace about something, or we don't have peace about it. That's God speaking to us. He speaks to us when we go to church and hear a sermon preached from the word of God. That's how we can do what God tells us to do. And there's been many times in my own life that I wasn't sure about how to do something, and I was getting a little antsy. He wanted to do something, wanted to make a decision. As long as I waited on the Lord, he would bring me instructions somehow, some way on the right thing to do and the right path to take. And I know he'll do the same thing for you. Number five, we will overcome because God says we will overcome. His word says we are more than conquerors. His word says that we are his people, that he loves us. He created us in his own image. He wants the best for us. And my final thought on what we've learned from the story is that some of you are at the seventh day 
of your faithfulness. It's time to overcome. It's time to shout. It's time to believe that God is going to help you overcome whatever it is that you're facing in your life. In the story of the walls coming down in Jericho, I remember the songs that we used to sing about it and when I was in children's church and all those kinds of things, but it's really a great story about how people can overcome. And in that story, we can see how and why Joshua and the Israelites overcame their challenge. Because we have the Holy Spirit in us, we have the greatest source of power we will ever need to overcome anything in life. Let me pray over you right now. Heavenly Father, for those who've listened to this podcast, I pray blessing upon them. I pray that they will overcome. They'll be more than conquerors in the situation they have. Whatever that situation is, Lord, whether it be marital, family, parenting, work-related, finance-related, health-related, whatever it might be, Father, that they would receive the victory. And as they march around that problem, they might even want to take a Bible and put it on the table and march around that Bible and claim the promises of God. And then at a certain moment when it feels right, just stop and say, Father, I receive it in Jesus' name. We need to take some type of action in order to see results in our life. So I pray, Lord, the action of reading your word, praying and seeking your guidance will be all that we'll need to become overcomers the way you desire for us to be. Thank you for it, God, and thank you once again for blessing them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. I really enjoyed bringing it to you. It's been kind of fun talking about that great story in the Old Testament. But if you'd like to know more about quality Christian living, you can find out about it by going to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And you can, when that first page comes up, you can see a link right on the front to my podcast. This is my 200, I believe, in 62nd podcast. And so there's a bunch of them on there. And they talk about a number of topics dealing with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. I talk about finances and how to get out of debt. Talk about having faith and greater faith and how to grow in our faith and how to have faith for miracles. We address so many different topics dealing with spiritual prosperity and financial prosperity. Those are things that God puts upon my heart. And as the Spirit leads, I bring those to you. And that's what makes up Quality Christian Living. The series we're in now has to do with overcoming and learning how to live that abundant life. So I hope that you will listen to those podcasts and enjoy them. And if you're on my webpage, then you can scroll down a little bit and you'll see some books that I've written. There's several dealing, there's something on finance, one on faith. There's a couple books dealing with veterans and some of the challenges they face. And there's a book on generosity, just a number of things I hope be a blessing to you. I'm currently getting ready to release a new book entitled Faith for Miracles. And it was really inspired by a series of podcasts I did on that same subject, that same topic. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So I hope that this has been a blessing to you. We're going to move on to a new new topic the same in the same series, but I'm going to address something in our next podcast, and it's entitled, How Overcoming Produces Abundant Life. Now, we're going to kind of take what we've said in overcoming, how to become an overcomer, how to stay an overcomer, how to continue to be an overcomer, and how to live that overcoming life. And we're going to move it now into a realm of understanding how overcoming can produce abundant living. And what did Jesus mean when he says that you could live life and live it more abundantly? So we're going to talk about that word, about what he said, and how it will impact our life and help us. So I hope that that will be a blessing to you. And I'm 
really excited about bringing it because it's a series I think it's going to encourage you and going to be a blessing. So I'd like you to ask your friends, your neighbors, or family members to listen to these podcasts dealing with overcoming and abundance, and I believe they'll be blessed by it. I'd like to close out this podcast with these words. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you, that you will experience the joy of your salvation, that you will experience abundant living, an overcoming life, and be all that God intends for you to be. I want to thank you so much for listening in to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. This has been podcast number 262. Thank you once again for listening in.